Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Regina Hall celebrating her 50th birthday in a video on Instagram. Bitch is old today. I passed half my life expectancy. A bitch is old today. But I've been told I still got good pussy. <laughs> So shout out to all my old bitches and shout out to all my young bitches. Shout out to all my pretty bitches and shout out to all my not so pretty bitches. I've actually decided that this is that this behavior I was like, oh, this is so hooey. But actually, this is so it's kind of me. sort of like it's so themmy because it's so out of touch. It's so like. <laughs> It's funny because Regina Hall is extremely funny, but it's also like, this is the behavior of someone who is not on a who's level. Like they're they're too <laughs> a who's video would not be this sort of strange, I guess. Well, I guess like the like unproduction of it all, mm -hmm. the the like the uh because you can tell they taped the song before because there's no sound. Like they taped it like. <laughs> on a computer separately, you know, with the claps and everything. And then they're lip sync. She's lip syncing. You have to watch it too, by the way. She takes like multivitamins in this. It's like iconic. <laughs> it's really, no, it's it's very good. I can't tell where she is. I'm willing to, you know, give her the benefit of the doubt that these are, you know, the people in her close circle. You know, there are a lot of people in this video, no masks, yeah. but it's also yeah. all outside, you know. Sure. It's very, very funny. If you think of it She's on that like, level, you'll you'll spiral. But it's a very cute song and video. It was like the inverse of the Gal Gadot 
video where yeah. it's like this is like this something about this is extremely weird but it's weird in a themy way it's not weird in a hooey way i just decided okay, i decided well, she, that she yeah. is a them so she's a them interesting but i thought this was who behavior but i think it's pretty peak them behavior yeah it's subtle it's subtle but there's a difference and she got approval from octavia spencer who called the song quote rolling on the floor laughing emoji and fire it so. re- i mean it really <laughs> is a really funny song i recommend going to check out the whole thing the multivitamins did make me laugh out loud the first time <laughs> i watched it i want to know what she takes regina drop your multivitamin plan because yeah I'd i was to... taking fish oil but once great. i'm out of my current once i'm out of my current bottle of fish oil i'm done i read no that more they were fish worthless. oil from you Ugh, you gotta stop you gotta stop reading about stuff because it's really all about <laughs> the mental you can't ruin it for you this I was like taking my fish oil as I see online that like fish oil is probably a scam and I was like well I mean I tubs I, out. Uh, I do biotin I hear that's a scam collagen mm. I hear that's a scam they're all technically scams you're not really supposed to get your vitamins from vitamins you're supposed to get them from food from food yeah that won't stop me let's though let's talk about let's talk about some who's fish oil is a them just like Regina Hall you know who's a who Chantal Jeffries <laughs> I can't believe we're starting the show with Chantal Jeffries isn't that weird. It's weird because, like, I know who this person is. I would be able to tell you she was a model, but I would not be able to tell you which one. <laughs> no, Lindsay, she's a model slash DJ. That makes her special. Oh, no. She's a DJ, too? She's a DJ slash oh, model. I guess I'd all actually models think she's, are technically DJs. I actually DJs. think she's a DJ slash model. Well. she's DJ first. That's nice to hear because that means that her and her new boyfriend have something in common. Well, mm-hmm. I, they're not I new. I guess they're technically kind of old. They started dating in July. She is dating one of the chain smokers. Is she dating the hot chain smoker? No. I can't tell. Oh, Drew. He's not the hot chain smoker. No, he's not the hot one. Yeah. In the photos of them double dating, her and Drew, and then the other chain smoker and his girlfriend, only one of them is masked. Who? And it's the hot one. Mm. It's the hot one. Wow, you knew which all made along. Me, which made me think I'm vindicated. <laughs> I'm allowed. <laughs> I'm allowed. The hot one the hot one wore the mask because he's just too hot. He, he was like, let me let Drew shine. I'll put the mask on. And then Drew and Chantel can shine, you know? Mm-hmm. Can you name the other can you name the other chain smoker? He was really sad. I just went to name him and I thought of Jonathan and Drew Scott, the the property brothers, instead. No, no, no. Mm-mm. No. His name can is you name- Alex. Andrew. Alex, you're right, but can you think about because there's Drew Taggart and Drew Taggart, but then there's the hot one. Alex. Alex. They're not brothers, aren't they? Monosyllabic last name. Ward. Board. Monosyllabic sword, last board. name. Mm-mm. Um. Mm-mm. Smith. Paul. Alex. Paul. His name's Alex P-A-L-L. Paul. Pal. Paul. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Paul. Okay, but can you name his can you name his girlfriend? So we have so you have Drew no. Taggart and Chantal Jeffries. You have Alex Paul and his girlfriend. I don't you think even one the Daily guess. Mail can name his if girlfriend. You, Lindsay, if you if you think hard enough, you will get his girlfriend right. Here's a hint. Here's a hint. It's Here's a hint. Lindsay, yeah. Here's a hint. Okay. The answer is not a name. It's a what? Oh, she's unknown she's anonymous she's, she's unknown. unidentified <laughs> she's unknown <laughs> the, Even the daily mail doesn't know who she is <laughs> just Jared no one is, knows who she is just jared's like no we're not even gonna is. bother identifying this woman andrew was joined by girlfriend and model chantal jeffries while alex was joined by his girlfriend whose identity is unknown 
<laughs> anyway, that tracks. Mm-hmm. That tracks because I, I don't know who she is either. So why know. should they? You know. What's up guys, it's me Chantal and welcome back to my channel. So today I wanted to make a video I saw a bunch of people doing on YouTube which is 10 things that I can't live without. I guess it's like a GQ type of concept that we, no we jacking it. What's up guys, it's me Chantal. Welcome back to my channel, back at it again. So today I thought I'm gonna take some pictures for Savage X Fenty so why not have you guys get ready with me. What's up guys, it's me Chantal, welcome back to my channel. Back at it again. Today we are gonna be doing a plant video. You guys know if you follow me on social media, I love plants. I am by no means an expert, but I did get a lot of requests to do this video. What's up guys, it's Chantel Jeffries and welcome back to my channel. Um, I'm super excited about this video today. I'm gonna show you how to get this hair and this no makeup makeup. Hi guys, what's up? It's me, CJ the DJ, back at it again. What's up guys and welcome back to my channel. It's me, Chantel. This time we are in my kitchen and I am doing a very highly requested video. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I make my breakfast and post it every day. So today, Cindy asked me if I would make her my famous bagel sandwich breakfast situation. I was looking through um, some tweets of hers because you know she got they, they've been getting they've been together like we said for a few months and i think we've deliberately not spoken about them because who cares but we hit sort of a um i don't know we hit a critical mass of chantel jeffries and drew taggart stories this past week because there were just kind of way too many of them to ignore what was weird and because they had been dating for a while but all of a sudden now i'm seeing photos of them right. it's like i didn't notice before and maybe no one else did no they definitely did but like we didn't we didn't see these photos we didn't see any we photos didn't see the photos but i know right. we talked about them but we didn't put them on the show because why would we but now they're just everywhere. And I was right. like, okay, well, maybe something's up with this Chantel Jeffries person. I know we talked about her in the past, but like maybe there's something I'm missing here. Maybe there's yeah. something there that wasn't well, there before. she used to be friends with Justin know? Bieber, and then she dated mm -hmm. Diplo. So someone has a type, like, I mean, a DJ, <laughs> a white guy DJ. And now I'm on her Instagram quickly, and her Instagram is CJ the DJ. So she's really going all in on this. <laughs> CJ the DJ. CJ. That sounds like a PBS. That sounds like a PBS character. The DJ, but I guess with uh, like their powers animated. combined, with their powers combined, you know, two DJs. Although he already has a DJ partner. So you live in LA, but you're here in New York. What are you doing yeah. out here? Um, I was DJing last night, so I had a long night. Need to sweat it out right now. <laughs> um, how did you get into DJing? When did you start? Um, like a year or so ago. It kind of actually started as a joke. Like everyone was like, oh, you're CJ the DJ. You always have the best music. Okay. And then my DJ friends were like, oh, why don't you just actually DJ? You literally have the best like, music taste. Right. So then they taught me. <laughs> I just started. Awesome. I know, but you, it can't hurt to have three. So I was looking at her Twitter and I love how she uses, I mean, am I wrong? I, I, I wrote here, it look, she uses Twitter like it's still 2010. It's like she truly uses it as a microblogging platform and yeah. posts like, like um, it'll be proverbs like and platitudes. Chantel Jeffries and... is excited for Christmas or whatever. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. That's Facebook. But it's like here are tweets from her over the past, in the past two weeks. These are all Chantel Jeffries from the past two weeks. Remember, you don't know what experiences people have had to form the opinions they have. The opinions they have. The only constant is change. Oh, to be defined by the things that you love, which we're do we're doing to her right now. 
telling your stories a little louder to entertain the aliens. Trust me, heart. God. Forming an opinion is an important thing that doesn't matter. It's not a joke. It's my life. You make everyone look like they aren't anyone. All my homies are philosophers. Hundred emoji. It's just like, it feels so dated. It feels... It feels real in a way I'm not used to seeing Twitter feel, you know? It, but these it's are outside. from recently. These are these from are recent. literally recent. <laughs> I think celebrities still think like this is how people use Twitter, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Are we? God, I think so. I forgot. She dated Scott Disick and she hooked up with The Weeknd. This girl's, uh, she, uh, she's, she's all over the place. She's cloud chaser. Love it. And she's currently in Miami with Drew Taggart uh, puffing on, according to the Daily Mail, a suspicious looking cigarette. Oh, oh, interesting. Keep traveling. A lot of traveling. Um, <laughs> speaking of who's, which is what we do on this show, we got a lot of tweets. When this happened, we got a lot of tweets about this, understandably, because I, when I think of Steve Jobs' daughter, I guess the movie sort of broke me and like the lawsuit sort of broke me. I always think he only has the one daughter, Lisa. The one who's right, in the, the one movie that, that wrote he, like, the book. The one that literally yeah. wrote the book that was like about my dad. The one that was like little job that he refused to claim for most of her right, young like life. the daughter that he was like, this isn't my daughter. Mm-hmm. And then the the daughter who was given a voice by Aaron Sorkin in the I Steve also Jobs movie. Have to always think about. I always think about when Steve Jobs comes up the fact that he like never did any charity like his whole life, <laughs> like his entire <laughs> life he gave he like did no types of charity work at all. You can't defame the dead. Also, so. Um, oh, you can't. Eve Jobs is okay. her name. Eve Jobs is her name. He also named his daughter Eve Jobs. Eve. Steve Jobs, yes. Eve Jobs. Let's name her Eve. Just take well, off the stuff. That, that was number, take off the same. So Eve Jobs is a Glossier model now, as in the makeup brand. I mean, define model. It's like she did a she stint. Was on her Instagram. She did a stint for Glossier. She did a what photo does it shoot take? for Glossier. I'm just saying, like, you act like it's, like, this ongoing, like, you know, like, they're contributing to her 401k. It's, like, they did, like, a fun stunt with her. I wonder if she's, like, trying to model is what the question is here. Or it's, like, just for fun, you know? The Well, I can't, un, I can't really, um... Like, you know interpret. Emily Weiss, who owns Glossier, like, met this girl somehow in some various, like circle some various like heiress circles and was you like you gotta do a pose oh you gotta, you gotta do, do a pose you gotta model you know like she goes to stanford and she you know and she's a horse girl she's a horse she's a horse girl of course a she's rich. an equestrian person which is what you yeah. would expect from someone who is the daughter of steve jobs and so currently the content on instagram i mean the content online about her is primarily horse related yeah. Um, which I think is really funny. And then suddenly in the past week, now they're she's calling her a model. Into, like it girl. They're she's like, an oh, it girl she's model. a model now. And it's like, okay. I mean, I'm just saying like Chantel Jeffries is out here doing lots of lots of work to be called model. And now she wants us to call her a DJ. Eve Jobs, she's got to earn this model thing. You can't just like, you know, do it once. Right. I am thinking about like we're currently in the stage of, of Eve Jobs' life where it's it's hard to define her. It's like think of the uh, like my mom has of all of my siblings the like class photos where it's like a photo for every grade in school. Yeah. Like we're still on this stage of their life. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she hasn't really settled into who she is yet. So I feel like the photo right before this one where she's a model is like chorus girl. So yes. it's like, I don't know how consistent this will be right now. But it's currently she's a model. Yesterday says, she was a horse girl. Eve Jobs is the current number two in the North American Western Sub League of the Long Giants FEI Jumping World Cup. Yeah. You don't know what that means? Is that confusing to you? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no. Okay. Equestrian content online is very strange and i like that um the uh, desire or the compulsion or the like pressure 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 to do video content trickled all the way down into horse content yeah like equestrian content because let me tell you something they're not good at it yet because these videos of eve jobs you know on the trail or at the at the track what do you call that at the at the in the the stables in the stables the ring the stables yeah she's being interviewed by people who are like Hey, everyone. And they're talking to like six people. Hey, everyone. Like, I'm Meredith and I'm here with, you know, the number two in the North American Western Sub League of the Long Long Jeans FBI Jumping World Cup, Eve Jobs. I'm going to spend one minute with her and ask her rapid fire questions. And it's so strange. There's a woman in the background who recognizes that she's on camera and she like runs away. It's so clunky. And then these are the last two questions that she answers in this minute long thing. Who's your celebrity crush? Uh, Liam Hemsworth, or a young Leonardo DiCaprio, or a young Brad Pitt. Ooh. If you could have dinner with anyone in the world, past or present, who would it be? Oh my god, that's such a really intensely Tyler. hard question. Damn. That would have to be Martin Luther King or JFK. Oh, JFK asking him what he was thinking during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Ooh. And what was going on in his head. Heavy duty. Okay, yeah, how very many? Excited. Okay, a quick, a so quick shift. What... A quick shift from Martin Luther King <laughs> to JFK. She changed her mind. That's, that's what you need to know about Eve Jobs. She, her favorite celebrity, her number one celebrity crush is Liam Hemsworth, and or she could have dinner with anyone. A young Leonardo DiCaprio. Who? Be careful what you wish for, because he'll come for you. <laughs> First of all, that's not happening. But yeah, watch out. <laughs> the second thing is that if she could have dinner with anyone, it would be JFK to ask him what he was thinking during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Okay. Sure. That really wouldn't and take a whole a dinner, model. I guess. I mean, you could really do that relatively quickly. You wouldn't have to spend a whole dinner I feel with like, him. I feel like JFK, if he came back from the dead to go to Eve Jobs' dinner party. <laughs> what do you think? And, He'd be like, I thought it was like, Steve Jobs. <laughs> I said yes because I thought I was here for Steve. I thought I was here no. for Steve Jobs. You're telling me it's Eve Jobs? Uh, sorry. Imagine you're a ghost. And this human who, like, uses her witchcraft to she bring got, you, you back. You come all the way back. River you come Sticks all the takes way back hours. From, <laughs> let me tell you, I don't want to know where John F. Kennedy is. And he comes all the way back. And you've got horse girl slash glossier model Eve Jobs serving you, you know, bisque, saying, what were you thinking during the Cuban Missile Crisis? He's probably like... Bitch, that's the last thing I want to talk about right, right. now. Like, I'm back from I didn't, the dead. Yeah. Those are my worst 13 days, barring the last one. Where's Steve? <laughs> it's sort of rude to her dad. Think about it. I am. Oh, that she'd bring yeah. back him instead of her dad? Well, He's like, that's a what little bit of a dark thing where she was like, who would you have dinner with? Also, her with? dad sort of seems like an asshole. If she kind of said my dad, Jobs. right. Like, that would be a little bit like, okay, well, you dampered the mood. Go have fun ju- horse jumping, you know? Like, trying to keep it light. Although, I don't know if saying JFK is keeping it light. Okay, well, the point is, 
is I love that you have this. I don't this. think there is a point. I love how this house Eve Jobs combines studying and show jumping. And your answer is she's a billionaire. That's how she combines <laughs> studying and show jumping. And you are probably correct on that one. I feel like all things are possible, especially studying and show jumping, if you are a billionaire. You know, I feel like, you know, it's probably pretty hard to not yeah. do both of those things pretty well. Yeah, true. What's going on with Megan King? I hate this, H-A-N. by the way. I just hate Megan this. Megan H-A-N. I really thought that this couple would go away, but they wouldn't. They're still broken mm, up, Megan yeah. King and Jim Edmonds. Uh, okay, and But what did happen, which is like good. very petty, and I, I did enjoy it, was that I guess she moved out of this house and in he still lives there or she he she moved out but then he moved in or something like that with this house oh, i really honestly okay, didn't okay. like look so she posts this whole th- first of all they both post like they both have posting disease she posts a new house after leaving their st louis house and she okay. wrote, she put a beautiful photo up and then she had another post that was like i'm out i cried as i left my beautiful former home of six and a half years and thanked it for all the lovely memories as i walked through each room blah 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 Next, okay. cut to his Instagram, and he's posting photos of the house, many photos, <gasps> like maybe 15 to 20 photos of the house being dirty, quote unquote, <laughs> dirty. Today's the big day. I got my house back. Tenants moved out, and I get to clean it up and put it up for sale. Hopefully somebody cleaned it up a little bit, before, but we will see. Not used to this landlord stuff, period. Didn't realize that. Someone would leave a house this dirty and messy. A separate source says Edmonds sabotaged King's efforts to have a professional cleaner in, changing the security entrance codes to the home. Megan then arranged for the cleaner to return at 1 p.m. And Megan communicated this information to Jim this morning, the source said, noting that Edmonds shouldn't be attempting to humiliate his soon-to-be ex-wife by showing her toilet on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you showed a picture of the toilet and it was dirty. And he was like, how dare you leave this? Imagine if every time you leave an apartment or whatever, someone like showed the toilet on Instagram. I'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> Do you ever think about sometimes like when you leave, if you ever leave your apartment and it's a little bit of a mess and you're yeah. like, oh my God, what if I die in between now and me coming home like I get hit by a bus? And then like people find my dirty apartment and they think that this is what it's like all the time. And you'd have to be like, no. Yeah. Back when you left your apartment, right. you know. Yeah. More frequently. Maybe you should just leave a note in case that does happen and the note it's says. It's usually better. <laughs> the house wasn't even super dirty in the photos that he put. I mean, you're you're right. It's just like, it's tr- truly, truly, truly petty. It's just like, oh my God. Petty. It was just petty. I guess he, we've talked about them before. They are having a nasty divorce mm-hmm. situation right now. And honestly, they're always in the Daily Mail and they're always in these tabloids for this type of behavior, which is truly out of control. And I can't believe we have to read about it. Also, is she housewife? What is she? I don't even know. She's a housewife and he's uh, a, ba- a baseball player. He was a former baseball player. Yeah. Former yeah. slugger. Yeah. She was a housewife of Orange County. Slugger is baseball. Sluggers, slugger, baseball. sluggers, yeah, slug. baseball, sluggers, baseball. I feel like slugs a verb you could use with many sports, but yes, it's a it's a baseball verb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He also shared a photo of his kids and said, "My tenants fighting over a toothbrush." That's sort of funny. T- she's. He wrote, "Today's the funny. big day. I got my house back. Tenants moved out, and I get to clean up a bit and put it for sale." Oh, he's selling it. Hopefully, somebody cleaned it up a bit, but we will see. So then he was calling his kids his tenants. That's a that's weird, weird joke to make on Instagram. Make it to your freaking friends and family. Get out of here with that. It really almost is. I mean, this is, you're right. This is just posting disease because this is 
this is behavior that is done with the intention of being covered by the Daily Mail. Oh yeah, you know, very like this petty. is this very you're doing this petty. because you want like there's not much to this because like we said the house isn't all that dirty, right? And their actual complaints aren't all that compelling. No, but like of it's the perfect type of catnip for the Daily Mail to pick up and write about, which well, is exactly what they wanted. And us week, sorry. And, and Us who, Weekly, because it's in Us Weekly. Um, she responded. And, and she responded, my home is filled with toys, has fingerprints on everything, and is never quiet. My hair is usually a mess, and I'm always tired. But there is love and laughter. In 20 years, my children won't remember the house or my hair, but they will remember the time we spent together and the love they felt. I agree. If you have over one kid, your house doesn't have to be clean. Come on. Over one kid. Over yeah, no. one. If you have no. just one, maybe, you know, whatever. But over one, two plus, no. no. There's too much going on. Too, it's you impossible. You don't need a clean house. It's not worth the effort. Two plus, It's no. not worth the effort. We understand. Yeah. I basically just wanted to kill my husband. And, like, I wanted him to just, like, move out for, like, forever. Okay, we can move on to Howley Mathers. Hey, future Lindsay here. What's up? Just noting in this segment that me and Bobby call Haley Mathers Halley the entire time. We only found out that it's pronounced Haley, or not even pronounced. It is Haley. It's not Hallie. And so you'll just have to forgive us for that and pretend like we're saying Haley because it's Haley, not Hallie. Okay, well, enjoy. Bye. It's okay. Go with him, Haley. Hallie Mathers, as in Eminem, Marshall Mathers' daughter, is a, according to Heron Walker, whose tweet brought this to my attention, uh, she tweeted, just now learning about Eminem's lifestyle influencer daughter and posted four photos from Hallie Jade Mathers' Instagram in which she is. I mean, what better way to put it than an Instagram influencer? Well, it's... maybe I'm old, but I remember when she joined Instagram and that made the news. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Like that was a I news do. blip. And she wasn't, it wasn't like lifestyle-y. Not it at all. It was just like, oh, I exist because it was like everybody... You know, she, if you are, God, if you lived, were alive in the age when Eminem, whatever, was at his peak, you know, you remember Hallie because she was kind of the center of a lot of content that he created, meaning like, you know, all this stuff about her mom and all this uh, stuff about Kim. her. And there were all these, in the videos, there were like stand-ins for her sometimes to like, that were like playing her. Oh yeah, Kim. Oh my God. Because it was all drama yeah. between Eminem and Kim. And right. Hallie was always caught in the middle because Hallie was Hallie was born uh, in Didn't 1985. Didn't he get a tattoo of her face on him at some point? Like her baby face? Her face is a baby? I think he does. Um, I remember that. Yes, he does. He does. It's on her. It's on his arm. And it says, uh, and it, yeah, and it's Hallie's face. So Hallie was always this subject of Eminem lyrics. And it was always like sad. Like there'd be stuff about like, Hallie's not even gonna go to my funeral. Like, oh, uh, right, Kim, I right, hate right. Kim. Like, he's keeping Hallie from me. I'm just like reading, and then he includes her. Sometimes she's like, like speaking in some of his songs. It's very right. weird. Whatever. If you, if you remember the late '90s, early 2000s when Eminem was sort of on top of the world, you remember the Hallie discourse, and it was always a little sad. And of so. Course. There's something about He made about a movie seeing... about his life and she was in it. Not her, <laughs> yeah. but like the stand-in for her. A child. A child representing her. Eminem, when you when you see Hallie as Instagram influencer in 2020, if it were anyone else, you'd almost laugh at it. Where you're like, this is 
such a humiliating appropriation of the Instagram aesthetic vibe. But because it's Hallie, you're like, good for you. I know, <laughs> like, truly. Good for you for doing I literally know. the opposite of sort of what your father expected of you and what kind of the world expected from you. Like, we were like, oh, wow, poor girl. Her, She's going to be miserable growing up with a father like this. Well, who, now like, I'm like, I just deal. am glad I can, or at least what I think I'm looking at is like, she just gets to be rich. Yeah, no, yeah. She you know? just gets to be rich and walk around, drink her coffee, say hi to her friends, wear yeah, nice clothes. Yeah, she really clothes. likes to drink coffee. She's holding coffee in she a lot of these. Uh, in most of the photos, she's holding coffee. Right. In most of the photos. And she has, did you see you put the, um? she did the uh, the story archives, but she did the thing where you make all of the story archive icons uniform. So there's like the story archive for Lynx, for FitFam, for Fitness, for Fall, for Sheba's, I guess, the dogs. For Lala, she loves going to Lollapalooza. She loves going to Coachella every year. Fuel, I'm assuming, is food. I'm predicting a lot of acai berries and avocado in there, and I'm probably right. Oh, yeah, I love her kind of the the influencer circles, her, Insta- mm-hmm. her Instagram influencer circles. It's really funny how these like the circles are kind of like if you had a blog, a real blog, these would be the categories or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's very much like funny to apply the old aesthetic of blogs upon Instagram. Like there's a way to do it, you know? So at first I was like, oh, we should talk about Kim Mathers, but all that gets really dark talking about Eminem and Kim. So let's keep it light. Let's keep it on Hallie. Lindsay, I, we're going to play a few games in this episode just because there's a lot to play. I know. I have a game with. and you have a different game, but you have a game now. Yeah, but I have another game right here. And right. would you like to play this game really quickly? Duh. Yeah. Is it about it's Hallie called, Mathers? It's really easy. It's really easy. It's called Which Mathers Said It. Oh, no. And oh, I'm going to no. read you. I'm going to read you a piece of writing from a Mathers. It's either a Hallie Mathers Instagram caption or it's a Marshall Mathers lyric. Oh, no. Should be pretty easy. It should okay. be pretty easy. I feel like I easy. I feel like there's a difference between these. Like, how would I mix I them up? I feel like they're tonally, they're a little off. They're close, okay. but they're a little off. So I'm going to read you the, the piece of prose and you're going to say Hallie said it or Marshall said it. Okay? Weekend plans, colon. Avoid organizing my closet slash life and rewatch Vampire Diaries instead. What about you? <laughs> It's got to be Hallie. (laughs) You got it right. That's Hallie. Okay. Keep knocking. Nobody's home. I'm sleepwalking. I'm just relaying what the voice in my head's saying. Is that Marshall or Hallie? It sounds like Marshall. It's Marshall from Monster. Okay. Monster. Yeah. Okay. This one's a little harder. So since I'm back and it's the most wonderful time of the year, I wanted to share my experience getting my first real Christmas tree. This past weekend, I went to the (laughs) cutest little Christmas tree farm and got a tree and cider from a food truck. And it made me even more excited for the season. It's definitely going to be a weird Christmas with everything going on, but it was nice to add a new tradition in with the old ones might not be happening. P.S. Going to be sharing some more of my story. Is that Hallie or Marshall? The flow is iconic on this. And I got to (laughs) say, it's Hallie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. How about this? You think I give a damn about a Grammy? Half of you critics can't even stomach me, let alone stand me. (laughs) I remember that lyric. That's Uh Marshall. That's Marshall. Yeah, in the real Slim Shady. Yeah. Okay, how about this one? Take me to the nearest bottomless mimosa bar, please. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this game. That's got to be Hallie, but honestly, that is the the one that could be (laughs) Marshall. Take me to the nearest bottomless mimosa bar, please. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Oh, God. Okay. Starting tomorrow, I'll be posting my workouts on my stories again. Comment if there's anything specific you'd like to see in my routines. <laughs> Who's that? That's Hallie. Hallie. Okay, yeah, you got it right. That's okay. Hallie. Okay. Uh, 
Do you know that his before? new album is is called Music to Be Murdered by? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just in case you're wondering. God, he's the worst. He's the worst. Okay. okay. Yeah. Before coffee versus after coffee, sweaty emoji. Wait, we're still going with this game? That's Yeah, Hallie. there's a lot. That's Actually, Hallie. Yeah, that's How Hallie. many you of got these that right. are there? Okay. Okay. How about this one? I'm so sick and tired of always being admired. Oh, this that's one cl- could be tough. either. That's tough, right? Isn't but it, that tough? It rhymes, so it could be. It's probably Marshall. It's Marshall. You're right. Okay. It's Marshall. Okay. Walking into the weekend like. Hallie. <laughs> <laughs> Walking into the weekend, like yeah, that's Allie. Okay, but like, this one. we have we have just um four more, but they're really easy. Okay, although this one's a little hard. Okay. Okay. My soul's escaping through this asshole that is gaping a black <laughs> hole, and I'm swallowing this track hole. Better pack toilet paper, but I'm taking no crap. Okay, I'm sorry, asshole that's gaping. That's gotta be Marshall. <laughs> that's Marshall from the song Asshole. Okay, how about this one? I love finding cute little coffee shops. <laughs> She really does take. She really does take she a lot from her coffee. father. She's great. She, it's Sally. She's really got the okay, flow. Yeah. Two more. Don't mind me. Just enjoying my hot apple cider and this beautiful Michigan fall foliage. Okay, that could be Marshall. He does. He, could, he loves. He, he loves, loves Michigan. his hometown. Okay, that's, but it's Sally, I think. <laughs> but it's Sally. Yeah. Okay, the last one. Oh, hey. Wait, what? <laughs> that's oh, that's, hey. That's Sally. It's Allie. Lindsay, trick question. It's both of them. Oh, no. Okay. It's both a photo of Hallie drinking a coffee on a street front, a Starbucks because of the green star, and also the opening line, oh, hey, of an Eminem song called Cock Massage. <laughs> <laughs> this is your best game to date. <laughs> anyway, you did really well. You got all of them but the last one right. And I, think I didn't get it was going to be a trick question. You really changed the game. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. <laughs> D-E-N-A-N-A. What will these two do today? Coffee, rocks, daily tasks. Only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-M-A-N-Z-A. It girl and a divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs. D-E-N-A-N-A. Let's update their dossier. Well, this is a non-Ben moment for Anna. For So Anna de Armas, here's a deadline headline. Anna de Armas joins Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans in Russo Brothers' The Gray Man for Netflix. So this is a big deal because it's the most expensive movie Netflix has ever made. And Anna's the star. Wow. Just like that's a big deal. It's sort of like, it's already like uh, Deep Waters Who, you know? I'm just saying. She's already moving on to greener pastures. Well, you know, this, this, she's very talented, but has this summer been a little bit of a boost? She's signing, she's, uh, people are writing these checks because they know she's uh, going to be a superstar on many levels, not because she's genuinely exactly. talented, but also she's got that, she's got that superstar relationship. She does. And it's not going anywhere anytime soon because they moved in together. I know. Officially. I thought that they already Officially. moved in together. Like, I is this just think, like confirmation? Like, I don't I even... think it's just confirmation. Yeah. Because we thought that they moved in together. Maybe we were just wrong. We could have just I been wrong. I just feel like this, and... they've been inching towards this and maybe it already happened, but I maybe they got the source to say, yes, they moved in together. So it became official finally. But like, as somebody who looks at news about them all the time, I kind of thought we were already there. She moved into his house and she put her house, which is in Venice, on the market. That's like what technically happened. If you buy her house, let us know. Because, you know, 
I'm we'd love curious. to know. We'd yeah. love a we'd love a walkthrough. We want to see if it's dirty. Um, <laughs> Did she there leave was the, it clean or dirty? There was a gossip pop headline: Ben Affleck's relationship with Donna Armas in deep trouble due to deep water reshoots. That's but funny. then I just quickly scrolled down, and it said the rumor was totally, totally false. false. So I bet I breathed a sigh of relief. Um, they're doing just fine. And you moved on. The, and I moved on to the actual most important thing that happened in the banana universe, which was a feud between Ana de Armas updates and Emily in Paris updates. Let's just read through it. I'll be Ana de Armas updates and you be Emily in Paris updates. And we can read through this chronology of their feud. Okay. It has an ending. It has an ending. So after Emily in Paris updates shares the photo of Netflix blocking them on Instagram, Ana de Armas update says, you will never be me. And then Emily in Paris updates wrote, just got off the phone with Ana de Armas. She says, shove it up your ass. <laughs> okay. And then Ana de Armas posted this meme. Okay. And what do you want me to do about that? Emily in Paris updates tweeted, at least I'm not annoying enough to be blocked by Ana de Armas. Ana de Armas update said, just so you know, Emily in Paris is a fad. And at least I don't have to lie about being blocked for clout. And then Emily in Paris wrote, I forgot you're the star of blockbuster Netflix TV show that just got renewed for a second season. Oh, wait. And then Ana de Armas said, Ana de Armas will star in The Gray Man, an action thriller epic franchise directed by the Russo brothers and added, especially when my queen outsold your Miss Emily's show. <laughs> then Emily in Paris wrote, how nice it is to not be blocked by Ana de Armas. Some of us, I won't say names, can't relate. Ana de Armas responded to that subtweet with, at me next time, sweetie. Okay, Armas updates. You're only relevant because you annoyed the shit out of a celebrity you claimed to stand. <laughs> Ana de Armas responded, um, anyways, I'll leave this here since this isn't getting tired. And then posted this. I have my career. You guys don't. You want what I have. That's Naomi Campbell. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then the big reveal is... Emily in Paris updates tweeted, also, the beef with Ana de Armas updates account was fake. Me and the person running it are meeting up for coffee next week. Now you know everything. Anyway, we were bamboozled. But here's my take, actually, that I forgot that my take is this. This is my take. Oh, you have a take. Okay. That this was all real. And they were like, ha ha, let's like pretend like it was fake. Do you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. And I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure where I fall on that spectrum, but I think that that is as plausible as the fact that it was planned from the beginning. I'm just impressed that Ana de Armas updates us like us who has to find content about Ana de Armas when she's not readily available right now is finding <laughs> things to do on the on their platform. Oh, I agree. Did you see Ana de Armas updates was like creating memes about folklore and evermore, I you mean, know, like, you know, it's, they're finding ways. To it's keep this hard going. out here for a Stan account. You know, it is not easy out here for a Stan account. Mm-hmm. You got to constantly feed the beast. The beast being the stands. Yeah. (laughs) Even though I don't necessarily personally stand Emily in Paris, Emily Emily in Paris. Yeah. I stand their uh, their relationship. I'm glad that they're finding ways to get along because I feel like stand culture can be very toxic, and they're finding ways around that. It can. It can. It's like stand wars. We do not need. And also, nobody was pitting Ana de Armas against Emily in Paris. They're not even on the same plane. I don't even understand how we were even comparing this no, first no, no, of all no, no, emily no. in paris is literally a TV, a fictional tv show ana de armas is a real person just because they're both they both have three words in their name does not mean we need to compare no not at all <laughs> it's like it's like a salad getting in in a feud with a with uh you know 
the family stone, you know? It's like a salad? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like not even things on the same level. It's like, let's say you were a stan of like Caesar salad and you had an account and I loved the family stone and it was like your salad could never. It's like, well, your salad, your salad doesn't have Sarah Jessica Parker in it. It's like you're you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I'm not sure what I'm I'm not sure if I'm laughing more at that joke or the fact that like I didn't think that that would make sense, but it actually makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I told you. Okay, fine. See, it makes sense. It clocks. A Caesar salad stan account deciding to be in a blood feud with, with a family, family stone, stone fam account. Yeah, exactly. It's They're not on the same level. You don't have anything to fight about. That's how this felt. It could not have gone on. We we have Sarah Jessica Parker and Craig T. Nelson and Dermot Mulroney. What do you have? Uh, egg yolks and anchovies and vegetable oil? <laughs> Yeah, and then the salad's like, I'm a classic dish that dates all the way back to, like, the 1920s or whatever. I like, hate this. I hate You this. only exist. No. Okay. People watch you once a year. They eat me 365. Okay. <laughs> it was, like, 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under out. the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh, and it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands by partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetInst.com slash sample-policy. Spot Pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. What do you think about moving on to a Hallmark or actually Lifetime movie, Christmas movies conversation? Because we got to do it at some point during this holiday season. Well, we may as well do it now. Today's the day for the Hallmark Christmas movie game. Hallmark Lifetime, whatever, Christmas movie game. 
we need to go over the offerings. We know what's out there. It is looking hooey and dire. So mm-hmm. we, I wrote a game that is extensive. Um, I know you wrote a game that is not, not as quite as extensive. But do you want to start with your my game? game? Yeah, sure. My game was based on because I've watched. Um, I watched the Christmas setup. December twelfth. I'm headed back to Milwaukee. My mother is thrilled. Oh, you look so skinny. Feel like a teenager again. Do you mind staying here because the Christmas tree is being delivered? Ah! Patrick Ryan? When I saw him, I almost died. I'm sure it was just all in your head. No, literally, I fell down the stairs. You okay? I watched um, Hanukkah movie. Like, lights. What was it called? Camera Hanukkah. I get the results of my DNA test this week. I am 50% Jewish. We just need to figure out the connection. I was adopted. I'm your biological mother. Wow. Wow. Mia Kirshner, Ben Savage, and Mary Lou Henner. There's something so endearing about her. Is Hanukkah always this much fun? Depends on the family. I think I found the right family. Love lights Hanukkah. Only on Hallmark Channel. Ben Savage and who else was in it? Uh, Mia Kirshner from uh, The L Word. Mia Kirshner. Right, right, right. Mia Kirshner. So I watched the movie The Christmas Setup, which stars Fran Drescher as a Christian. Um, sure, and I kind sure. of thought that I That's kind of thought ironic. the twist was I really did think that based on the trailer that like it was about like a gay, a gay Jewish family and a gay Christian family. And then like their sons were going to get together. Like, I didn't realize both They said, we don't need two Jewish Christmas, Christmas movies. Yeah. We just need exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fran was like, I don't care. Yeah. So um, she is a big, like, Christmas mom in this movie. Okay. Mm, interesting. So she I watched it. She it's very gay. She does. What did I find out on the Instagram accounts? The two real-life couple gay stars at the Christmas setup? Wait, they're a real-life couple um, and a fake they're couple? Real life, oh, They're a real-life gay couple. And so, I love of course, that, they have like, Instagram accounts. I just love that it's mm-hmm. like, we're doing our first gay Christmas movie. Let's just find two people who are already fucking. Like, we can't even be bothered yeah. to, like, cast this mm-hmm. correctly. Incredible. They've been fucking for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been okay. fucking for 10 okay, years. Okay, well, Okay, know. their names are uh, Ben Lewis and Blake Lee. And one of them in the movie is a New York City lawyer who comes home for Christmas to see his Wisconsin mom who's recently widowed and he rekindles his, I don't know, crush with a high school crush who's also gay, um, who's works at the Christmas tree lot. Anyway, okay, so um, <laughs> I can't get into it. It's, uh, yeah, it I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. So I, of course, being who I am, Decided that Stop I had to go to their them. Instagram accounts yeah. and figure out what the deal was because so I'd never heard. So you're of these saying people. your game has nothing to do with the movie? Of course. No. Okay. No. Well, because all right. Why would it? You I would tell to Bobby to write a game. I'm like, fun. let's talk about Hallmark movies. Bobby writes a game about two fucking Instagram accounts, a gay couple's Instagram <laughs> accounts. Yeah, but they're the gay. They're groundbreaking. It's a groundbreaking gay couple. They were the first gay couple in a lifetime Christmas movie. Uh, yeah, so it's yeah, big yeah, deal. yeah. They're getting yeah, a lot of coverage yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You just These wanted yes a reason no to stalk their Instagram. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 exactly. These are yes or no questions about what I discovered on their Instagram okay. accounts. Okay. Did I find out that Ben Lewis, I found all this out on their Instagrams. Did I find out that Ben Lewis starred in the movie Scott Pilgrim? Yes. Yes, I did. Did I swipe through an entire carousel of Scott Pilgrim flashback photos and then say, ew, aloud when I saw the photo of him licking a pretzel out of Anna Kendrick's mouth? Yes. 
Yes, I did. Did a comment on that post make me discover that Ben is close friends with the woman who is best known for playing the other secret angel slash Christine Baranski's assistant in Dolly Parton's Netflix movie Christmas on the Square? Yes. Yes, because she she commented a lot of hearts on one of his photos. Did I realize that he, as in Ben Lewis, was Canadian because I started noticing how many times Lauren Collins and Tatiana Maslany were commenting on his Instagram posts? Yes. Yes, I did, because I was like, well, there's a lot of Canadian people. He must be Canadian. <laughs> Your and I was games like, are so deranged today, yes. Okay. Was that Canadianness suspicion confirmed once I scrolled far enough back, like we're talking 2012, 2013, and discovered several cameos by Dan Levy? Yes. Yes, that's true. Was I surprised by any of this? No. No, yeah, that's right. You got them all right so far. Okay. <laughs> did I find no fewer than 10 photos of Blake Lee, the other one, and his dear friend Dakota Johnson going all the way back to 2012 when she what? was considerably less famous and also blonde? You did? Yes. I did. Yeah, I Can't did. Yeah. That up. Did I find... I know. Did I find photos of him with Jesse Taylor Ferguson and sort of think, oh, maybe they just met him at a thing or whatever, and then I kept scrolling only to discover that they're actually friends and comment on each other's photos? Uh, yes. Yes, I Yes, I did. did. That's true. Did I find Aubrey Plaza everywhere uh, yes going back to like 2012 yes this guy seems yes. like he has some clout yes mm-hmm. did i get a sinking suspicion that aubrey plaza was his gateway into hollywood because she was the first celebrity to appear in his feed way back in 2012 wow like we're talking photo five yes yes then i had to leave instagram did i discover that he played aubrey's bisexual boyfriend on parks and recreation for a few years oh yeah he was derek there are two questions left did I then find out on Wikipedia, because we're leaving the platform at the end of this game, did I find out on Wikipedia that Ben and Blake, quote, met at the Chinese theater bathroom at the Scott Pilgrim versus the world premiere Ooh. because Aubrey bought Lee as his plus one? Whoa, yes. Yeah, they met in the bathroom. So wait, the Aubrey Pilgrim Plaza premiere. is Fran Drescher in real life. Exactly. She set them up. You're getting the point of this game. Okay. This is the setup. Did I follow either of them? No. No, yeah, it was, would have been too much. Okay. Okay. I'm that's glad you didn't follow them. I'm glad you didn't follow them. You got them. them all right. The Dakota Johnson stuff was really, really shook me. He was on a show called Mixology as well, which was canceled. Remember that? So I have a real game about the expansive <laughs> list of Christmas, uh, cable TV, Christmas TV. Got I'm it. Sorry, cable TV holiday movies, we're going to call them because they are now not even just Hallmark Lifetime. We've got Hallmark Lifetime, Netflix, Hulu, Up TV, blah, blah, blah. You know, we've got everyone in the game. Okay. Paramount. You found all those Paramount movies as well. Ridiculous offering. Uh, and mm-hmm. Lifetime and Hallmark each have now had to substantially increase their offerings. We've got like 60 movies or something. It's like ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So I have uh, a fun game that's actually a game, not just me looking at somebody's Instagram, where I'm going to quiz you on the <laughs> offerings this year. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Which one of these cable TV holiday movies is not about gay people? Okay. A, The Christmas Setup, starring Fran Drescher. You already uh-huh. know that one is about gay I people. I know, that's gay. B, Dashing in December, starring Andy McDowell. Mm-hmm. C, The Christmas House, starring Jonathan Bennett mm-hmm. and Treat Williams. I, I know that that's gay, okay. Or D, A Ring for Christmas, starring Lorraine Bracco. I know the Lorraine Bracco one is on UpTV, and UpTV is very religious, so I'm going to say that's the one that's not gay. That is correct. The Lorraine the Lorraine Bracco movie, A Ring for Christmas, is not about gay people. The rest are <laughs> about gay people. 
So is Andy McDowell like the mother of a gay person or is she a gay person in it? When Wyatt returns home for the holidays to try to convince his mom <laughs> to sell their family ranch, an unexpected romance with a handsome ranch hand, Heath, may throw off his plans. I'm sorry, calling a ranch hand Heath as in like Heath Ledger, as in Brokeback Mountain is like the rudest thing you can do. Yeah. yeah. Andy McDowell is draped in so many shawls in this cinematic event. When her fancy schmancy big city son comes home to the beautiful city ranch over the holidays, he starts to fall for cowboy Heath. I get it. Number two. Which one of these actors that I know you've heard of is not in a cable TV holiday movie this season? A, Destiny's Child's second lead and Kisses Down Low queen herself, Kelly Rowland. <gasps> Kisses Down Low. B, oh. she once performed Beckett while dressed as a rock, Diane Weist. Or C, mm-hmm. Arrested Development's real estate tycoon Stan Sitwell himself, Ed Begley Jr. I don't think Diane Weist is in a Christmas movie. Honestly. That is correct. She is yeah, not in not. a holiday Christmas movie. Next question. She is in Let Them All Talk, and she's good in it. Yeah, she is good. Which one of these actors that I know you probably haven't heard of is not in the cable TV holiday movie this season? A, Aaron Cahill, a.k.a. the voice of the Pink Ranger in Power Rangers Time Force. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. B, uh-huh. Ryan Pavey, a.k.a. the body double for Robin Thicke in his music video, Sex Therapy. Or C, Dove Cameron, a.k.a. the girl from the press release we got in which they called her Cameron Dove. I think it's Dove Cameron. <laughs> that is correct. She is not oh in any God. of these movies. You're doing well. You're doing well. You're really well. Thank you. F- Next question. Which one of the royals was made up by me and not by a cable TV holiday movie? <laughs> a, Prince James, the crown prince of Galwick in one royal holiday. B, Princess Alessandra d'Ambrosia in Christmas Chateau. Or C, Lady Fiona Pembroke of Belgravia, Princess Stacey Juliet de Nova Wyndham, and Lady Margaret Catherine Claire Delacourt in The Princess Switch Switched Again. So I know that one's real. You're asking me to decide which one of those is not real? Yes. I think it's the one that's Ambrosia. That's not real. That is correct. There is a movie, I think, called Christmas Chateau. but Because I think you made it up because it sounded like uh, Alexander Daddario. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's rude. And yes, I did make it up. Okay. D- Ambrosia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next question. Magic happens on Christmas. That's a fact. We all know this. So... <laughs> In the movie, Christmas Comes Twice, starring Tamara Mowry, which magic thing happens? Okay. A, she's a rocket scientist who encounters a fallen asteroid that transports her to a world without Christmas. B, she's an astrophysicist who rides a magical Christmas carousel that rewinds time and transports her five years into the past. Or C, Mm -hmm. she's a magician who does a trick that accidentally conjures two Santa Clauses, both of whom claim they are the real Santa. No, 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 no. It's the one that's back in time. It's the back in time. Yes! How did you know that she does a Christmas carousel? I don't know. I'm very smart. I guess the only explanation is that I'm extremely, extremely smart. Okay, fine. Mm -hmm. Next question. Netflix's Operation Christmas Drop is the first feature film from a large Hollywood studio to film in this U.S. territory. Is it American Samoa, Guam, or the Mm. Northern Mariana Islands? (laughs) Or, uh... Let's say Guam. It's Guam. It's Guam. <gasps> that was a guess. It's that was a guess. Guam. Good job. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I read a story about it somewhere kind about how like people were like, it's just like military propaganda or something. Oh, or something great, great, somewhere. great, great. Love it, love it, love it. And I was okay. like, okay. All right. Okay, next question. In Dear Christmas, Melissa Joan Hart is the host of a Christmas romance podcast called Holiday Love. In That's that, true. In that movie, Jason Priestley plays a hunky tow truck driver. What is his name? 
A, Rudolph Snowden, B, Christopher Kringleton, or C, Chris Massey? It's either A or C. I'm going to say Chris Massey. It's Chris Massey. <laughs> His name is Chris Massey. <laughs> Christmassy. Rudolph is Snowden Chris. is really funny. His name is Chris Massey. Christmassy. You really don't remember me, do you? Should I? We were in eighth grade band together. Will. Strike one. Luke. Strike two. Johnny. Mm, swing and a miss. Strike three. Here you go. Chris Massey. Nice to see you. Chris Massey. We were an eighth grade band together. That's what I said. Yeah, you look really different. Chris Massey is crazy. That is crazy. At first I was like, that's the most believable. But the more I say it, I'm like, that's absolutely Chris, fucking insane. Chris Massey. <laughs> okay. Next round, I'm going to read you a description of a movie, a plot line, and you're going to have to okay. tell me which is the real name of the movie. Okay? Okay. Okay. Rachel Lee Cook and Grayston Holt are former classmates traveling home for the holidays when a storm hits and fucks up their plans. Lena Gordon? Max Cooper? is just closed. No planes. Okay. Sometimes life throws us a curveball. Not getting in the car with uh, no trains. Got us tickets for the cross-country express train. And no way home for Christmas. A, is this called A, cross-country Christmas? B, Hong Kong, it's Christmas. Or C, this is your brain on Christmas. Cross-country Christmas. That is correct. Wow. Oh my God, I'm a genius. Okay. <laughs> From executive producer Tiffany Haddish, Christmas Unwrapped follows Charity, an ambitious reporter who learns the true meaning of Christmas when she investigates Eric Gallagher, a beloved member of the town who insists all the gifts he provides are from none other than Santa himself. Mm. <laughs> Cheryl Ladd also stars. It's officially two weeks until Christmas Day, which means Janet's going to pick who gets to write the holiday feature today. Ugh, what I would give for a full page spread in the Times Square Journal. Don't you believe in a Christmas miracle? Okay, is this movie called <laughs> this movie called A, Christmas Unwrapped, B, mm -hmm. A Christmas Scammer, or C, Hello Sharks, my name is Santa Claus, and today I'm asking for $300 million or 3% of a stake in my company, Christmas. <laughs> Christmas Unwrapped. Yeah, that's correct. I feel like the most, how, what was the, I feel like the most, um, how did you describe the reporter at the beginning of that of that question? An ambitious reporter? An ambitious. The most ambitious reporters in the world are in like Hallmark Christmas movies. They are. And they're trying to figure out whether Santa is really giving yeah. gifts. I don't really understand it's that, like but okay. The most ambitious reporters are in uh, All the President's Men and these movies. Just imagine me as her editor at the newspaper. I'm like, please don't investigate this. Like, don't, like why are you spending time on this? <laughs> okay. Next question. Directed by Melissa Joan Hart, David Morales, <gasps> a.k.a. Mario Lopez, is an Arizona high school principal and single dad. He's lost the Holy Spirit after losing his wife a few years ago during the Christmas season. Now, David will do anything to avoid Christmas, so he moonlights as a delivery driver during the holidays. But David's 14-year-old daughter, Noelle, and his live-in sister, Marissa, are determined to bring the Yuletide spirit back to the family with a little luck to help David find love again via online dating. So when Sophie, played by Anna Lynn McCord, a witty musician and customer of David's on his Aww. delivery route, Wipes right, something magical happens. This whole thing is my daughter's idea. Noelle thinks it's time for me to get out there, and, and I do too, but it's not easy. Not for me, anyway. 
I didn't plan on being a single dad. Raising a teenage daughter is tough enough. They grow up so fast. I also drive for Southwest Secure Delivery because I got to stay busy during the holidays because the holidays are rough for me. But Noel said, no, Dad, you got to get out there. So I did. And then I met this incredible, amazing woman who lives in Phoenix. And she plays the French horn and loves classical music. And I'm so sorry for this. It's OK. Check, please. Is this movie called Single Father Christmas? St. Nicholas Comes to Call? Or Felice Navi Dad? <laughs> Felice Navi Dad. Yes, we know, ready. we know. You didn't think it was called St. Nicholas Comes to Call? <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, the sec. What was it? Father Christmas. Single Father really- Christmas. <laughs> Single Father Christmas is really funny, okay. but no, it's Felice Navi Dad. When writer Kaylee, played by Danica McKellar, of course, has her column canceled, another writer, before Christmas, she heads home to reconnect with her family, but sparks fly when she gets an unexpected visit from the man who canceled her column. I am retiring your column. You're just gonna let me go. I actually heard that he's gonna lose his job if he doesn't get you back. I started another column. The 12 days before Christmas, how to unwrap your inner cheer. This holiday, try meeting someone new or reconnecting with an old friend. Is this movie called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Journalist? B, Christmas She Wrote, or The Race to Marry a Man for Health Insurance by 2021? (laughs) Christmas She Wrote. That is correct. I gotta say, getting laid off before Christmas is the most believable thing I've ever it's heard like, in one of these Hallmark movies. Next question. This one has my favorite title, which means I'm probably giving away the answer, but it's okay. When Rebecca Miller, played by Keisha Knight Pulliam, returns home to Tennessee two weeks before Christmas to take care of her niece and nephew while their parents are away, the last thing she expected is to reconnect with her childhood best friend, Drew. And she attempts to revive the kids' Christmas spirit and redeem their faith in Santa. She rediscovers her favorite childhood activity, the 12 days of Christmas. As the kids' faith in the holiday grows, Rebecca and Drew's friendship returns and blah, 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 she falls in love. You want me to come take care of Maggie and Dan for two weeks? She'll help them find their Christmas spirit. Are you two boyfriend and girlfriend? No. And they'll help her find? Think you might like it. Holiday love. Is this movie called A, The Christmas Hookup? B, The Christmas Trip? Or C, The Christmas Ant? I feel like I heard about The Christmas Ant. It's called The Christmas Ant or Aunt. The Christmas Aunt. The Christmas Christmas Aunt. aunt. It's literally called The Christmas Aunt. (laughs) Let's just call it The Christmas Aunt. Okay. I mean, they're running out of names. Let's We're just like call it 10 years Christmas into them doing aunt. this. They're going to run out of verbs, I mean, of nouns. They're just going to re- start repeating. Okay. Here's a good one. Vanessa Lachey wants to turn her small town storefront into a year-round Christmas store. Oof, not good. Of not course a great she does. industry. It's a terrible idea now. Terrible. Yeah, terrible idea. But she, even the Christmas tree shop sells like garbage for like your normal life too. But she enters into a heated bidding war with a cutie named Vic Manning. They'll have to convince the seller to give it to one of them. And they do so with a Christmas decoration battle. You're not cute, you know. You're a terrible liar. These bitter rivals are teaming up. Are you both sure about this? To help save us small town Christmas. Wish I could help you with that ladder. But will they fall for each other first? I'm glad to see you two are getting along. Vanessa Lachey, Ryan McPartland, and Patrick Duffy. Is this movie A, Us Weekly presents 25 Things You Don't Know About Santa, B, (laughs) People presents Once Upon a Main Street, or C, Just Jared presents Turtle Dove Cameron? 
People Presents Once Upon a Main Street. You mean you didn't think it was called Just Jared Jr. Presents Turtle Duff Cameron, who's not even in this movie? I don't know why. I was like thinking about Duff Cameron. Okay. Turtle Duff Cameron is good. Okay, last two, last two, last two. The guy who plays Riley from Buffy and this woman named Allison Sweeney are two squabbling TV hosts sent back to a festive town to cover Christmas while pretending to be a duo for the cameras and the townsfolk. They fall in love. The town of Mistletoe has won Deck Your Town with Bright and Mary. We're filming for a week. Oh, oh I no can't do that. I can do that. You need to work on your Christmas. I'm not really a Christmassy guy. Oh. Allison Sweeney. We wouldn't be a very good couple. Some days we're not even good co-hosts. Mark Lucas. Jingle all the way. Do, do. Is this movie called A, Wake Up, It's Christmas, B, Good Morning Christmas, or C, Morning Glory? Well, Morning Glory's taken me to that. Good Morning Christmas. Yes, that is correct. You are doing great at this game. Or am I making it very easy? They are, um... They're almost more fun to talk about than to watch. No, that's in fact, 100% I think that's true. true. Because when you actually turn them on, you're like, this isn't really fun anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm watching this now? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I have to do this. And because none of these people know how to, like, make it easy to watch their movies, there's a commercial break every five minutes, and it's, like, eight minutes long. This is a nightmare. So. <sighs> did you like, that was, yeah, that was the, that was the. That was a great game. You did a great frame. job. Yeah. You did a great job. There was a lot of creativity involved there. You had to write a lot of fake things. I think that's fun. Yeah. I almost feel really like good. I'm a little bit jaded by the, the like, because I think, like, when we first started talking about, like, Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas movies, there was, like, a little bit more, it wasn't as much of a meme. And now it's really kind of become, like, a quote-unquote capital T thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. So, like, they now know more they're more being ridiculous. Yeah. And now everyone's doing it. And, like, it's kind of a thing. And it's like, I wonder what the next version of this will be. Because, I don't know, I feel like it's uh, it's getting a little old. Yeah, it sort of reminds me of, you remember when like a, like a Christmas story didn't become a huge, I mean, in my memory, maybe I'm wrong, but the way I remember it, a Christmas story didn't become a Christmas classic until TBS shoved it down our throats and played it for 24 hours every day. Is that true? Every Christmas, know. you know, like, yeah. I never cared about it until TBS was like, we're going to play a Christmas story 24 hours straight every Christmas, 24 hours of a Christmas story. And then it became a thing. And so I sort of feel like it, we're very susceptible to this sort of stuff during the holidays. We are. And so I don't, think that this is going away anytime soon even if the quality never really upgrades you know like we just want to watch but it's just funny how none of these are memorable like they literally are not made to stand the test of time that's kind of like why it's mm -hmm. so iconic like un uh, compared to a family stone which i brought up before it's like they were trying they were trying to make a movie i think that would like be something you watched every year or whatever right mm -hmm. the christmas setup starring fran drescher like is not something it it's literally like the snapchat of christmas movies it's like meant to fade away it's meant to like not be something that is consumed after this year you know it's kind because of because the following year the network has to one up their previous right. year they're gonna and, have like, like the they're gonna clean. have like a bisexual uh you know christmas mm -hmm. movie starring uh, who, uh, who's next? You know what I mean? Like the next, uh, Betty White, if she's still alive, let's get her on this, mm -hmm. you know? God, that was a depressing, Absolutely. that was a depressing, uh, you know what I mean? Betty White stars as, you know, Mrs. Claus is widowed. Yeah. And Mrs. Claus decides that she's into women. Oh. And that's the next movie. And it's Betty White as, you know. Oh, okay. Bye-bye, bye-bye Santa. <laughs> 
but I guess my point is, is just like it is, it just feels like these are these throwaway who they're disposable yeah. experiences or whatever, which I guess is kind of like why we love them. You know what I mean? Like they're not made with any care. It seems like <laughs> the irony of it all is like. Not even, oh, not even the, I mean, they're wrapped terribly. Yeah, it's true. You know, like whenever someone is like really bad at wrapping and yeah. then you get the gift and you're like, what? But you can't say anything because it's like they gave you a gift. You know, like you're really going to be the asshole who complains about the wrapping. That's what these <laughs> movies are where it's like, what? You didn't want this? Like, you, didn't you didn't want 40 want, Christmas movies? You didn't want a gay Christmas movie starring Treat Williams? You didn't want a Christmas movie starring Lorraine Bracco? Okay, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. They'll accept a return. You know? Exactly. <laughs> um. Okay, we're actually, for our Patreon, we're going to talk about <laughs> two of those movies in depth. So in case you want to hear more into the Patreon. The... Yeah, we'll probably talk more about the concept of the Christmas movie. Uh, Lindsay, do you hear well. that? Do you hear that noise in the distance? Do you hear that noise in the distance? Is that is that um the sound of Christmas bells or is it the read it theme song? And it's the read it theme song. <laughs> is it somebody's alarm going off on my street or is it uh, the read it or a theme song? <laughs> what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Good morning, Rita Ora. We're talking about you. This is, I just want to say, this is bleak. She is officially... Rita is in damage control mode because Ugh. guess what? She's not up to anything. There's Do you think one she's funny story. Like not doing anything in terms of trying to get damage. Like she, she, I would you would think. Rita I think her would... damage control was shut up for a little bit. Oh, that's so boring, Rita. I thought you would do the opposite. I kind of thought she would do the opposite. Like go, go in. She has not posted. She has oh, not posted no. since her birthday, oh, November 29th. No. She is not storying. The only non like sad story that was up was from last week. It was last Monday, so we had already recorded. It came out like last Monday afternoon, so we had already recorded the episode because we record on Monday mornings. And it was that she forgot that she dated Rob Kardashian. Well, she was same. talking. She was talking with the Sunday Times, but obviously it was an interview done before the 30th birthday controversy or the 31st birthday controversy. No, 30, 30. And so when they brought up Rob Kardashian, she said, oh, I forgot about that. That's it. It was very short-lived. I, mean, I was I so also, young. It was fun. I also it was forgot fun. about that. That's all I remember. So that was like a funny, shady, typically Rita headline where it's like, Rita Ora forgot that she dated Rob Kardashian. Ay, but ay, everything ay. else, radio silence. And I don't think we're going to hear from her until the new year. This is dangerous. This is dangerous for us. This is I not don't. good for our business. Shouldn't You shouldn't wrap your business around somebody else. Here's a fair warning. <laughs> Well, then did you see this UNICEF headline from Daily Mail? UNICEF fears backlash over Rita Ora's lockdown breach three months after she appealed for donations to help youngsters hit by coronavirus. This is so shady. I'm sorry that uni- that somebody is writing that UNICEF as if... First of all, this is so fake. But like as if UNICEF... It's fake as hell. The it's like huge children's charity. Like huge. Like like just like the number one in like branding of women... Of, ch- of children's charity in the world is upset that Rita Ora is going to is going to cause them a backlash. Like, get out of here with that. 
Like, well, that is very much the Daily Mail just being petty because they being, don't like her. They love to make fun of her. They don't like any negative press. Yeah, there were children's charity. And Rita jetting off and, of course, having a birthday party isn't a great look after she begged for donations. Like, no one at UNICEF gives a shit about Rita Ora and her mm-hmm. birthday party. I guarantee you this. This source. They no. don't like any negative press. And Rita jetting off and, of course, having a 30th birthday isn't great after she begged like, for donations. Like, Sorry. literally imagine, like encountering a unicef donation box and you're like i'd love to give money to children but rita aura <laughs> who i know is an ambassador had a 31st birthday party also went to egypt and didn't follow the rules and i think i'm gonna skip this but bye you know what i mean like no one i really think you're right no one would ever think that oh my god if we go weeks without rita news i'm gonna turn into a person that's like what is what she did so bad come on let her back <laughs> let her, who cares whatever <laughs> But yeah, that's it for our show today. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode. Not having Rita news is very, it's very jarring. I feel strange about we it. We still a did like bit. a little bit, you know, like we oh, still like I'm worried, had a I'm worried about, look, I do think she'll be back in January. I'm just worried about the next two weeks. The next yeah, two weeks well, might be a little rough. You know, we're all, we're all, we're all laying low. So maybe it's good for her to lay low as well. You know what I want for Christmas? <laughs> A 2021 filled with Rita Ora news. That's what I want for Christmas. She'll be back. She'll be back. She has plenty of plans. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. You know what um, next week is, I think? What is? The Whomies. No, I thought it was the week after. Okay, you know what the week oh. after is? The, the Whomies. <laughs> exactly. The Whomies. <laughs> We write um, the because homies. I think it's going to be the 29th. The 29th well, we will be the Well, we got to do the Hoomies. Yeah. So get ready for mm-hmm. the Hoomies, mm-hmm. our annual Who Weekly award show that honors the best of Who's of the year, if uh, as far as we can remember them. You know. And guess what? They're happening remotely this year because they always happen remotely. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to make a change to our plan. Tune in to see how we handle this new remote setup. Just kidding. We've been doing it for years. Uh, and also uh, go check out our Patreon for a ton of bonus content, including more talk about um, Hallmark movies, which we know uh-huh. you're into. And rate reviews on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, do that. Five Love stars. Love those ratings. Love five, five stars. stars for Christmas. Hanukkah. And um, that's it. Have a great week. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will, Jayla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know.